What is up you guys? Welcome back. I'm Yan City CA and I'm going to be looking at some early looks for DFS for this week NFL action on FanDuel. I think someone I really like um, starting a little bit of a sneaky pick is Jacoby Brissett for the Colts. If you've been following me, you know I've been riding the Colts for the past two weeks, uh, coming out with a 2-0 against the spread record. This time they're at home against the visiting Atlanta Falcons who just came off that big emotional win in Philadelphia. I think it's a pretty classic letdown game for them. I think uh, Indy is going to have some success at home and Atlanta's secondary is nothing to write home about to begin with. I think either attacking Jacoby and T.Y. Hilton or Jacoby and Marlon Mack who could also have a huge, huge game against Atlanta's weak front I think going either direction is fine. If you're cur curious, the the top um, the t the top pairing for FanDuel winnings is a quarterback and their running back. Actually, not a quarterback and their wide receiver, but the quarterback and wide receiver is um, the the second most second most profitable pairing for DFS winners. And oftentimes, if you go for a quarterback and a wide receiver as you would here in, with Jacoby and T.Y. Hilton, it's also very profitable to take the wide receiver, the top wide receiver on the other team, which would be Julio Jones. So that makes a lot of sense, although I will say that uh, the Colts made it a priority to shore up their secondary this offseason, which they've done, and they've performed really well so far. So uh, targeting Julio is not necessarily the best matchup in the league, but it is Julio, so it usually doesn't really matter who the matchup is. And um, I don't think the Colts are quite on, on uh, fade Julio kind of level defensively. So that could be an interesting pairing for sure to have Jacoby, T.Y. Hilton, and Julio on one side. Or have another team with Jacoby and just Marlon Mack together. Uh, from there, I also really like two running backs. I love our McCaffrey, especially with Cam announced as out now. I think they're going to lean pretty heavily against them. They're against Arizona. Uh, which is stronger, generally speaking, they have injuries and such, but generally speaking, Arizona is much stronger on the secondary. So I think with um, a backup QB in this week, they're going to lean on McCaffrey pretty heavily. He should be pretty chalky, pretty heavily owned. He can catch a lot of short passes out of the backfield, help his, quarter, help his quarterback out, stretch the field a little bit. Uh, so I think that's going to be a pretty good spot, even though he's pretty expensive here at 8900 uh, one of the most expensive players on the schedule today, or sorry, for this weekend. Uh, the other running back I really like is Eckler with the Chargers at home against Houston. I think this is a game where I really like the Chargers' chances of definitely outright winning and um, at hopefully also covering the spread, which is between minus two and a half and three, I believe, right now. I think uh, Houston here is going to get shown up a little bit. That'd be my expectations. I think the Chargers are going to be pretty upset uh, and pretty focused after that weak loss against Detroit uh, last week where they had a couple of missed field goals as well as two touchdowns called back on penalties. I think coming back home, uh, they're going to be heavily, heavily focused here. And I don't think Houston's going to be able to match up uh, with having uh, gotten out of out of the first two weeks going one and one, when really I think they could have easily gone zero uh, and two here. So uh, Eckler I think is going to be a good big part of the game plan, and he has a ton of targets. Uh, sorry, a ton of uh, rush tents, 
having 12 uh, the first week against Indy, not as optimal of a matchup, but did score a touchdown. Then 17 rushes against Detroit for another touchdown. Uh, he was also targeted 13 times in the first two games and caught 12 of those, including uh, two TDs on that. So he's definitely a high volume back. Um, and so I really like him here in this spot versus Houston. Should be able to attack both through the air and on the ground. Now, wide receivers, there's a bunch I like. I think uh, Antonio Brown at only 7,700 is a uh, steal. I think pretty soon we're going to see him back at the top of the pricing list. Uh, he's clearly, well, we shouldn't say clearly, but it is very uh, arguably the very best receiver in the league, and he's not priced as such yet. And if you watch the New England game, you saw that even though he only had like 56 yards and a touchdown, he was targeted. Brady was trying to make it an emphasis to target Antonio. There's a couple of close ones, a couple of uh, penalties I think could have gone uh, against the defense for him. And uh, I think with the way Brady was looking for him, maybe just trying to make him feel comfortable um, or whether he was just that was just the game plan all along um, for, for game scheme purposes, I'm not sure. But definitely when you have the best player in the league, the best wide receiver in the league on your team, you're going to want to target him uh, more often than not. So he f had eight targets, but only four receptions with a touchdown. I think that number grows a ton against the Jets here. Um, Jets are pretty beat up. We saw what happened with uh, Cleveland yesterday. I think uh, Antonio can do even have a bigger night here. So uh, I really love him, and he's locked in across the board for me at 77. That's likely going to be the cheapest we're going to see him for the rest of the season, potentially. From there, I also really like John Brown. I've been on him for this will be the third straight week. Uh, he's responded with um, the first week, 10 targets, 7 receptions, 123 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, this past week, 8 targets, 7 receptions for 72 yards. Didn't get a score there. But I really like his chances against Cincinnati defense, who we saw some of the most wide-open receivers we've seen all season uh, and really in quite a while that I can remember. Um, Cincinnati just got eaten up in the secondary, and I think Buffalo should have some success there. And John Brown, the speedy John Brown, just coasting down behind the uh, Cincinnati defenders and going to the house. I could see that for sure happening. And at only 5,900, I think that's a really, really good spot for him and for Buffalo in general. I also like uh, Christian Kirk from the Cardinals. Uh, he was targeted 12 times. This is an Arizona air raid offense where they're just throwing a ton. They're just throwing, throwing, throwing all game long. That's all they want to do. So against Detroit, he was targeted 12 times but only caught for only made four catches. And then uh, last week against a much tougher, tougher Baltimore defense, targeted eight times still, six receptions for 114 yards. He's also 5,900. He's going up against Carolina, who's susceptible to the long pass. Uh, their secondary is pretty suspect this season. And I think uh, whether you want to go uh, Kirk here or Larry Fitzgerald is up to you. I think Fitzgerald could eat too, uh, but more so kind of cutting into the middle of the field and the short outs and those kind of passes, where when I'm playing tournaments, I want to go for the home run ball. And I think that's Kirk going to be uh, this week. And I think he's... He's the uh, higher ceiling guy as far as home run balls. And so that's what I'm going to be looking at at only 5,900. But Larry Fitzgerald, uh, I like just almost just as much here as well, especially for cash games. Um, tight end, we have a couple of interesting spots. Uh, we have uh, Kelsey going up against Baltimore. 
He did really well against them last season. I think it was like, I don't have the stats in front of me, but it was like seven catches on eight targets for almost 100 yards. Uh, We saw what he did against Oakland last week, nine targets, seven reception, 107 yards, and a TD. He's always going to be in the conversation as far as tight ends, but he is higher priced at 8K, so there's... uh, you might want to price down. Someone I kind of like as like, this is a true punt and the tight end, especially a, a min, minimum salary, essentially, uh, very low salary tight ends is where I like to do a lot of my punts. And um, Blake Jarwin on the Cowboys. The reason is they're playing the Dolphins. If what we've seen from the Dolphins so far holds up, the Cowboys are going to be uh, up by a ton and might uh, rest some of their starters or at least uh, some of the, their big physical older guys. Uh, the tight end spots, one where we could see a lot of backup play. Uh, in the last two games, Jarwin, the first game against the Giants, um, he had three receptions on three targets for a TD. Last week against Washington, he only had one target for one reception and 22 yards. But I think, again, playing the Dolphins, this is why this punt is appealing to me. I think he just plays a little bit more, uh, I believe, here. And against the soft, soft Dolphins, D, I think we could get a TD for a minimum salary or a 4500 salary here, uh, which I think is going to be great value, even if you know we only pick up a couple of recession, receptions for 40 yards and a TD, hopefully. That's what you're really looking for with your tight ends. So I think that's kind of like the high-low dynamic. I, I like the Kelsey at the top and then uh, Jarwin at the bottom. But there's tons of other guys. There's quite a bit of value. So uh, if you'd like to go somewhere in the middle and uh, price down somewhere else, that's definitely an option. As far as defense, uh, the Cowboys, who have a good defense but not top of the league, they are priced as a top of the league this week. Again, because being up against Miami, we saw what New England did last week. They put up... 37 points, uh, including two TDs on the Dolphins. I think that's going to be one of the spots where you kind of just have to play, fade the Dolphins, take the other side, take the other defense, just because they're such a hot mess. But if you wanted to go New England against New Jersey, uh, that's definitely an option with how bad the Jets looked yesterday. Buffalo against Cincy, also good. Uh, I think Buffalo could get a couple of takeaways there. And that's probably where I'd stop it. A little bit of edge, maybe, if you want to price down on Philly versus Detroit. Uh, let's see. I think that's about it. That, that, that's I, I'd probably price near the top. So that's the Cowboys, Patriots, Bills, and Eagles, I think, would be my spots. Maybe the Packers against Denver. But they're all essentially the same price. So if I was going to pay 45 for the Packers, uh, I think 45 for Philly against Detroit or 46 for Buffalo against Cincinnati is a little bit better. That's it. That's my first thoughts. I might do another little one of these near the end of the week. Let me know if uh, you enjoyed that. And as always, if you want to come join us on Discord, where we have uh, over 350 members talking sports and sports betting around the clock, send me a DM on Instagram at YanCityCA, and I'll send you a free invite there. No charge whatsoever. Just a community of us betting sports and hanging out. Cheers, guys. Best of luck out there.